0: Currently, temperatures are pretty pleasant this morning. Or at least to me, they're pleasant. 52 in Appomattox, 47 in Salem, 52 in Danville, 50 in Roanoke, 48 in Bedford, 50 in Lynchburg.
1: Life Life Hack Thursday on the Morning Jam. jam.
0: So, today my life hacks are a little bit all over the place, but that's
2: okay. Okay, that's all right.
0: Uh, You know, I'm not much of a... Of a cookie eater or a sweet eater, but on occasion...
2: But I am.
0: I have to have, you know, an Oreo okay. with milk. Oh, okay, gotcha. And and I have to dunk it. It has to be dunked. Right. It's just not the same if you don't. Did you know that if you don't like getting your fingers messy and I don't,
3: mm-hmm. all you got to do
0: <laughs> is stick a fork in the center of the gushy part of your Oreo and use that fork to dunk it down in the milk? Okay. Finger stay clean. Mm-hmm.
2: Cookie's perfect. <laughs> wow. I know.
0: It's wow. pretty great. I mean, some might say that's like eating, you know, fried chicken with a, a fork, but I don't right. care. Right. To me, it's a glorious mm-hmm. thing to discover. <laughs> wow. uh, one more. Okay. If uh, stuck zippers get on your nerves, oh, they do. And they do get on mine, mm-hmm. you can rub uh, a zipper that's being a little difficult with a graphite pencil. And it will loosen up that zipper and make it more cooperative. There you go. And well, it won't hurt your fabrics or anything.
2: Well, okay, because that makes, that makes sense. Because you use graphite in locks and those kinds of things. Yeah. You're not supposed to shoot WD-40 because it can gum up the works, literally.
0: Well, and it'll get all over your fabric and mm-hmm. stuff. So mm-hmm. that doesn't work now. Right. Uh, mothers used soap before i remember rubbing taking bar soap and rubbing that mm-hmm. on there but i think the graphite would work even better yeah probably mm-hmm. i like it okay a lot we'll have more okay uh, life hacks because it's thursday and that's what we do that's what we do before we went into break we were talking about the fentanyl crisis that is just absolutely out of control our what? lawmakers seem to be doing nothing right about it uh the other the other thing is not only is fentanyl poisoning america right but it's going after our children i mean a lot of this it fentanyl is. Mm-hmm. is in the if you look at the photos it's it looks like skittles nerds yeah yeah, yeah. smarties mm-hmm. things like that i mean they're going literally going after our children these are horrific people they're evil a father turned activist who lost his son to a fentanyl overdose wrote a letter to Senator Cory Booker telling him to stop his opposition to permanently classify fentanyl-related substances as a Schedule I-controlled substance. Why would he do that? In response to the deadly impact of fentanyl and the speed with which the cartels developed new analogs, the Drug Enforcement Administration issued an emergency scheduling order that classified FRS as a Schedule I control substances, reads a letter from victims of illicit drug president Jamie Peruto to Booker. Mm-hmm. Congress extended this order six times right. during both Republican and Democratic presidential administrations. Mm-hmm. That is, until you objected. Right. Perda, who lost his son Daniel... To a fentanyl overdose, mm-hmm. took issue with Booker's decision earlier this year to object to extending the emergency scheduling of fentanyl related substances. Fentanyl, the number one killer of young people 18 to 45 in America. Mm-hmm. The senator, you know, Spartacus,
2: Spartacus, yes,
0: argued that the class wide scheduling of fentanyl has been a failed experiment while calling for okay. a bipartisan solution to the crisis. Right. This was a bipartisan solution, and you were the only objector. hmm Booker has long raised concerns over permanently scheduling fentanyl as Schedule One control substances, saying in June that a class-wide scheduling may improperly classify FRS that may be harmless or have medical use mm-hmm. as Schedule One drugs. Are you kidding me? There is no fentanyl is not useful at all. right other than it comes to kill our children. Yeah it comes to main over a hundred thousand people right.
2: I mean, you look at what we lost in the recent wars, hundred thousand people Right, and, and you don't want to lose anybody for any circumstances. I get that, especially war, but well, more COVID. more died in, in with this drug last year, then and, we've lost... And healthy people. In both Gulf wars.
0: Healthy people.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know. They have their whole futures ahead of them.
0: Booker has argued that Americans could unwittingly end up in legal trouble for trafficking fentanyl-related substances. What? Perda countered this little evidence of being legitimate. To date, every FRS has been found to produce opioid receptor bioactivity, even the single FRS that does not initially present as an mu- ultipo- opioid precipitator, but c- becomes one with higher doses. Mm-hmm. Instead of presenting scientific evidence, you imagine a defendant who hypothetically... Distributed pharmacologically ineffective FRS. This defendant does not exist, nor will he ever exist. And for good reason drug use is driven by the pursuit of a pharmaceutical effect. Drug dealers do not profit from peddling placebos, sir. Right, right. <laughs> Senators are expected to bring the issue. To the floor of the chamber later this week with a potential bid to pass scheduling uh, bill by unanimous consent, which would require Booker to get on board. Unlike your imagined defendant, my son was real. Yeah, He wrote to Booker ahead of the potential showdown. A very real, uh, very real children deserve to have their interests placed above your made up defendant. Mm-hmm. Withdraw your objection to FRS scheduling. I mean he's, he's when a joke. you when you look at I mean the rainbow fentanyl mm-hmm. is pink and blue and purple mm-hmm. and bright yellow I mean happy colors happy colors mm-hmm. harmless
2: the only time he objects is to things like this and when a republican puts forth a, a nominee for the Supreme Court and then they can't even barely get their opening statements out without him and some of the other dumbasses in the Senate. Some are which Republicans, but the Democrats especially. I did Ter- willingly
1: violate the chair's rule on the committee confidential process. This is about the closest I'll probably ever have in my life to an I am Spartacus moment. I am Spartacus! Oh,
0: Lord. Teresa said fentanyl use in hospital is useful. I'm talking about the fentanyl coming across the border, Teresa. I'm, not ta- I'm talking about fentanyl disguised as Skittles and nerds. Mm -hmm. and smarties fentanyl
2: that's killing our young people Uh, there's a couple governors that want to have it classified as a weapon of mass destruction which i'm okay with and then some other things could kick in when that happens it is a weapon of mass destruction and we
0: 100,000 plus so if i if if i if i made you think that i'm just saying fentanyl isn't Useful in, in the proper well, that's not what I meant. Uh, what I meant was the, the drugs that we are talking about in, in this context, mm-hmm. these drugs that are killing these young people, mm-hmm. this fentanyl that's being laced and, and a, as something else.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, if, I mean, if you're in possession of that, and you're a, not in a hospital right,
2: thinking you're taking Percocet and it's got fentanyl laced, it doesn't take much fentanyl.
0: But if you're but if you're caught selling Percocet, mm-hmm. is that not well? That's a schedule One drug well,
2: that's, that's illegal to begin with. You shouldn't be selling it on the street. Any drug. So, but but what I'm saying is there. Somebody thought they took like even your friend thought she was taking something else, right? And it and it had fentanyl in it,
0: right? Because because they're lacing it with everything, right?
2: And and you know <laughs> these aren't biologists, people. These aren't. People that are chemically, uh, you know, I don't know, chemically with knowledge of chemistry and these kinds of things—they're just oh yeah, that looks like enough.
0: I mean, maybe, m- maybe the the Schedule One is uh, is because that's typically with with things that aren't used mm-hmm. medically. Is that I mean, is that? Well, a I don't know, but I mean, you
2: can't you can't sell aspirin on the streets. I mean, you you have to be. Certified to, to sell any kind of medication. Well, I mean, I guess you could sell aspirin. But. Well, you could probably get away with it, but, but my point is, yeah. I mean, this is what we have CVS for and Walgreens and Walmart Pharmacy for these kind of things. You don't buy that stuff on the streets.
0: Well, but we know that there's some things as a Schedule 1 that has exceptions, uh, you know. Uh, uh, with I still don't want to buy my drugs on the except street. Except formula... Care. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm just saying if that's Bo- Booker's argument, mm-hmm. there are classifications no, that say except formulations with that are FDA approved. Right, right. And you know, yeah, I got you. So he's just being, he's oh, just he's being a, difficult. He's a ding dong.
2: That's exactly he what wants he's to doing. Be president, he tried to run. He didn't do squat when it came to. Uh... <laughs> So yesterday, because we
0: were talking about when this whole fentanyl thing started, right. was was 2020. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was talking to my Mark yesterday, and we were just talking about, you know, how the cost of everything's going up. Mm-hmm. And, and he goes, well, you know, November, how many years will it be? Th- three? And I was like, no, we're not even halfway through. He was like, oh, dear God. <laughs> it just feels like it's been
1: six right, years. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Eight six six nine one six three seven seven six. You're on the morning jam. Good morning.
1: Hey guys. Good morning. Hey, I was. Uh, this is Trucker Allen. I was listening to a podcast with Chris Jericho yesterday, and he had a police officer on there that um, investigated the whole Prince uh, death. And um, actually, Prince died. He was probably the first one to die from fentanyl. Oh wow. Uh, famous. That's what they were saying. You know, in 2016, that happened. hmm So, apparently, he got the wrong drugs put in his bottle, is what this guy was saying.
2: Okay. Well, accidents and, like uh, that do happen.
0: Well, but he also had access to doctors who were giving him right, stuff. True, true. Same this with Michael Jackson. Yeah. Um,
2: and Elvis.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely, and Elvis, too, but I mean... So, I doubt he was buying is his is, on uh, the street. Well, I mean, um, and I understand that is a bad problem. I don't understand why the Democrats are not wanting to get on board with it. It's like like they're in with the pharmaceutical companies like Biden telling, you know, hey, get a vaccine before the hurricane comes. What?
2: <laughs> You're right.
1: I mean, <laughs> what are y'all, selling drugs? I mean, y'all selling vaccines? We know the vaccine don't work. I mean, I, I, my aunt just got it, got COVID uh, last week, and she's had all four of Four booster shots It never this, said everything. it could keep you from
0: a- getting it. It never that's just like the flu shot. It can keep you from getting horribly sick, but it never said well, it could keep you from
1: getting it. I never take this. I never take the flu shot. I never take any drugs, honestly. And I'm fifty five and I've done pretty well not taking any uh of anything. I don't even get the shot the flu shot. I've never I've only hit the flu like nineteen seventy eight, I think, is the last time I hit the flu. I hope you're not putting a well, target
0: on you. The last time the last time I had a friend do that, I know. was like, oh, no.
1: You're tempting fate Well, now. I mean, I try to skin <laughs> it, and that's the thing. Joe Rogan and a lot of these people, he had a, a guy on, a physician guy the other day on this podcast. The problem is people are not taking care of themselves. That's right.
0: They're we are, not.
1: Yeah. They. I mean, when I was a teenager, if somebody offered me drugs, and I seen some people doing cocaine at a party one time, and I left, you know, but... Why? Why are people taking fentanyl? That's, that's the true. question true. that well, we should be asking. Why I, are they taking it?
2: Right. Yeah, well, that's yeah. that's a that's, that's a human heart condition, and, there. and
0: that's a that's true with a, with a lot of things. Uh, you know, when people start trying to fill their lives, fill holes in their lives mm-hmm. with, you know, alcohol, right? Food, mm-hmm. um, illicit relationships, right? I mean, there's a lot of unhealthy things that we do sure. that, frankly, are dangerous to our health. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, having multiple sex partners—that's dangerous to our health. Sure. Uh, Overeating—that's dangerous to our health. Uh, some people reach out. Me for drinking drugs. too
2: much uh, coffee from sheets—that's dangerous for uh, Janet's is, health.
0: It's dangerous to your health when you're <laughs> when you're <laughs> do, doing that much. And then, of course, he was—he mentioned we talked about Michael Jackson, Prince, mm-hmm. uh, Coolio. Yeah. Uh, we just had uh, his death. Uh, Gangster's Paradise. A mm-hmm. lot. Uh, he was kind of your old school rapper. Really, he was like one of the rappers who really could sing. Yeah, yeah. 59 years old, Yeah, that's... Uh, no cause of death. It makes you wonder, yeah, you know, is it related. related to something like that? I don't know. Hey, when we come back, we'll have uh, more stories, including we'll get some feel-good stories in for you and maybe some more life hacks.
1: The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I take a look at my life and realize there's
0: nothing left. Cause I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks
3: that my mind is gone.
1: Hungry for some truth with a sign of common sense? You want answers? Then you found the right choice. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are The Morning Jam.
2: Yeah, we head there every now and then.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Seven twenty-four. Stephanie Reed going to be in around seven thirty-five to talk about Lynchburg politics. Oh boy, she's running for the at-large seat mm-hmm. in Lynchburg. One of the three available. Uh, Larry Taylor we had on just yesterday. Right. Marty Mischens the other day. Those uh, interviews are up on our SoundCloud page. Go to SoundCloud. Type in the Morning Jam. And you'll find all those up there.
0: It's uh, really important to, to know your candidates mm-hmm. and to know what their values are and to vote accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, VoteLynchburg.com has the details about mm-hmm. a lot of the, the ones that we have uh, interviewed, interviewed this yeah. week, mm-hmm. for sure. Well, uh, we said it was uh, a, a gaffathon this week. Yeah. Um, I don't know who did worse, Biden or, or Harris.
2: What's
0: she up to? Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris uh, was uh, was speaking at the Korean Peninsula's demilitarized zone. DMZ.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Saying that the United States has a strong alliance with the Republic of North Korea. What?
2: What? What?
0: has a strong alliance with the Republic of North Korea. It's an alliance that is strong and enduring,
2: she added. She, she, she's standing on the DMC where it's safe uh-huh. because South Korea is protecting her. She
0: intended to refer to the Republic of Korea, which is South Korea's official name. I small. mean, my God, woman, watch an episode of M.A.S.H. and you'd know the difference. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. And you'll get like one of your little cackles in as well on that one. Uh, She continued her remarks by professing the U.S. support for South Korea's defense against the increasingly aggressive North Korean government never even caught herself. Wow. I cannot state enough Uh that the commitment of the United States to the defense of the Republic of Korea is ironclad and that we will do everything in our power to ensure it has meaning in every way that the words suggest hmm. <sighs> i don't know it's just unbelievable she's uh she's quite a piece of work she's it's just i don't know i just don't know it's just so bad it's
2: just really, it is really bad. bad it is bad <sighs>
0: i don't know <laughs> uh there were activists wearing masks Showing the faces of Vice President Kamala Harris and South Korean President uh, during a protest against Harris's visit mm-hmm. and the South Korea alliance near the presidential office in Seoul. Right, and uh, they departed from the airbase to fly back to the Joint Base uh, Andrews in Maryland. So okay. at least, hopefully, she uh, she can't do any more damage. <laughs>
2: Today we can only hope. Yeah. Good so. Night. Yeah. What a, what a what an interesting lady. That's interesting. All right. Yeah, yeah she's uh, very interesting. Hmm.
0: Here's another story that is disturbing but interesting. Um, Orange County authorities say that uh, a 20-year-old Southern California woman. Right. has been charged with murder this week after she ran over a man that she accused of attempting to drive over a cat. Now let's think about that for a minute. This is this is part of what's wrong with this country. People will chain themselves right right to, a, to a, a, a bulldozer to save a tree sure they'll murder somebody over a cat and then will fight to the death to murder a baby. I mean, this yeah, is where we are in this yeah, country. Yeah, you're right.
2: It's not a good place to be.
0: Hannah Star ezzer got out of her car in a Cypress neighborhood of Orange County Sunday mm-hmm. to accuse Luis Victor of aiming for a cat with his car in the cul-de-sac. Right. Didn't hit the cat.
2: Right. She just thought he was aiming for the cat. So she, okay, so she thought he was aiming to her for her cat, right? No, 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 not her cat, oh. just a cat. Oh, a cat. Yeah.
0: Not her cat. Okay. Following the heated argument, during which Victor got out of his car, Esser uh, allegedly got back in hers, made a three-point turn, accelerated into him, launching him onto the hood of the car. Oh, my gosh. He flipped several times before landing in the street. Oh, my
2: gosh.
0: She's facing a felony count of murder, being held on a million dollars in bail, According to his family, Luis was the father of five daughters, is expecting his first grandchild this fall. The family said we're devastated by the loss of a beloved father of five daughters, a treasured son, brother, friend, and cousin. This is a senseless act of violence that has robbed the world of a bright light that will never be forgotten. Gee. The Orange County District Attorney who apparently is an actual district attorney, mm-hmm. said this action showed a complete disregard for human life. Yeah. And the, that their office will ensure this random act of violence targeting a stranger will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Mm. She'll be arraigned on October 13th, faces 25 years to life if convicted. It's unclear as to what happened to the cat that sparked the violence. Evidently, the cat's fine. Right. Right. We need to pray for this country. We need to be on our knees. Yeah, no doubt. And in constant prayer. Because this is is like something made up. Right. If this was in a movie, nobody would believe it was real.
2: Well, you got TV shows that celebrate this kind of crap all the time. It's it's, sad.
0: It's pretty pretty incredible, for sure. And currently, we have 51 degrees in Lynchburg, 50 in Bedford, 50 in Roanoke, 53 in Danville, 47 in Salem, and 52 in Appomattox. What's going on in Salem?
2: I I, I wish... It's like,
0: it's much much chillier there. I wish I knew. I know.
2: So, we had Matt Ferguson on the show yesterday. You can hear that interview up on our our SoundCloud page. We're going to get him back in tomorrow. If, If... timing works out and everything to talk about the the uh, storm and its path yeah yeah, because you and i talked uh, before the show and i was telling you about how they've reshaped the cone and the cone uh, clearly includes our listening Mm -hmm. area so uh, as we said earlier uh, make sure you've got your battery's charged if you have an external battery like you can have for your phone do that because you don't know what's going to happen you know in the next uh, few days looks like it could be a very wet weekend we never did hear whether uh, the event downtown was going to be canceled or not did we
0: no i'll i'll look i'll look at that we haven't received any notification of it i'm a little surprised yeah but a lot of moving parts on
2: that one yeah i'm gonna let you go first if you can uh well, I will do this one. I'll oh, do this fine. one because I heard about this yesterday. Uh, Master Brand Cabinets. It is a uh, company that Kitchen and Bath, I used to do some work for when I had my, my business. I installed cabinets for them. It's a cabinet manufacturing plant that has a showroom right there on uh, Grays Mill Road, or Old Graysmill, Mill, I guess. Um, they have uh, decided to close their doors, letting go 250 employees, uh, displacing um, those employees. Uh, it's it's a um, it's a big plant. I've been in it a couple of times over the years. Uh, they announced that yesterday, and um, they will production will continue to the middle of October. So there you go, 250 people in Lynchburg uh, now looking at uh, no job beyond middle of October. So I'm hoping this isn't the beginning of other trends with other business because we have a lot of inter- industry in the Lynchburg area. A lot of people don't know little old Lynchburg. I call it. We've got Bosch and Lawn. We've got Lay's Potato Chips just north of us. we got a Glad Bag Factory. Uh, Greif, and, 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 and Greif up there. Yeah, Paper mm-hmm. Mills. And when I first moved here, and I don't know where we stand now, but we were one of the biggest conveyor uh, company manufacturers this side of the Mississippi because we sent people all over the world to, uh, to do conveyor systems. So uh, Lynchburg's got a lot of manufacturing. Hopefully, again, this isn't going to be a trend.
0: Feeding Southwest Virginia CEO and President Pamela Irvin says she's optimistic about expansions to SNAP and emphasis on nutrition that the Biden White House proposed earlier this week. Still, she says she's skeptical skeptical about executing the goal. The plan to end food insecurity in the United States by 2030 was laid out at the first Hunger Conference since 1969, And uh, Biden's proposals need to pass through Congress. If it all happens, it'll be great. I'm going to take a wait and see on that, she Mm. said. After decades of fighting food insecurity, she says in excess, particularly for rural communities, is a hard thing to overcome. Uh, I'm pretty challenged after 41 years working at Feeding Southwest Virginia and trying to logistically figure out how to reach all the food insecure individuals that uh, that can happen. She said in order to solve hunger by the end of the decade, as Biden plans, there needs to be what she calls neighbor centered programs. That means federal benefits, fixing transportation and housing insecurity, and ultimately helping people
2: become permanently food secure by their own means. Okay. 7.38 here on the morning jam we're pleased to have with us stephanie Reed for the second time she's running for one of the uh, city council seats at large in the city and in other words that means everybody in the city can can vote for her larry and and marty we're hopeful that we can have a turn in this uh, city council that's been uh, liberal at best uh, maybe left-leaning at worst but uh, welcome back to the program stephanie thank you So uh, tell us how it's been going since we last saw you. How, How has the campaign, you feel like you're getting some momentum?
3: It's going great. I mean, uh, we've just been working hard every single day out, um, meeting as many people in the community as possible, knocking doors throughout the city. Uh, That's really encouraging and energizing, too, because, you know, we can identify the issues that we think are of concern for Mm -hmm. the city. But really, when the community members talk back to you and tell you their experiences, their concerns, it just validates the reason why we need uh, new people in office and some fresh perspective on council.
2: What are those things that they're talking to you a lot about?
3: Uh, I mean, they're just validating what I've already identified, which is public safety is a huge concern with a lot of people. Uh, People are feeling very nervous about the fact that we're having gun violence all over the city. We're having break-ins all over the city. Um, People are concerned about the schools with the recent SOL scores being released in the last month uh, and teachers uh, leaving the schools over the summer. So we started the school uh, year with a really um, insecure place as far as a number of good solid teachers walking out of the lcs program and then uh you know the economy and that closure this morning that was or yesterday it was announced with master uh brand is Mm -hmm. another concern in the community as far as uh good paying jobs for our families
0: we also have uh, a lot of people talking within the hill city about the five million dollar tax increase that took place uh last year that they just simply felt felt like was not necessary and uh, and a trend towards, I mean, they want to call it uh, other other things, but it's a surplus, mm-hmm. and and a lot of uh, people are are hurting right now. With inflation, shrinkflation, the last thing they need is more more taxes. Where do you stand on that?
3: Well, this I've, I've made this point several times when I've spoken uh, recently because a lot of people weren't aware of what happened last year at that city council meeting where the real estate tax increase was proposed. We had uh, approximately 50 community members show up at that city council meeting begging city council not to raise the taxes, many of which were on fixed incomes, people in our, our aging population, our senior uh, population, along with single parents and other people that had different uh, reasons. We had landlords that didn't want to have to raise their rent mm-hmm. on their tenants because they yeah, realized because they're going to pass it on. That's right. Yeah. If you can't, if you can't absorb it, you end up raising the prices. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they had a lot of really compelling reasons for city council to definitely reconsider raising the taxes. And as we all know, they raised them anyway. So then when people find out that we ended the year with really $50 million of unspent money and it wasn't returned in any shape or form, uh, Fully back to the taxpayers. There's a lot of frustration because people are still trying to recover from some of the challenges that we all faced out of the pandemic. And we
2: we understand that this that this bubble, Mm -hmm. which has been the increase of values of houses, Mm -hmm. that that was only going to last for a certain amount of time. And it seems like cities want to take advantage of that. Oh yeah, well it's worth three hundred fifty thousand now. It was two seventy five last year. Let's just go on and raise the taxes because the values went up. I think in my mind. Thinking logically, which most politicians don't, you wait until the market settles down, and then you say, "Okay, that three hundred fifty thousand dollars house that was two seventy five is worth about three hundred now. So let's raise let's raise the rate based on that, not on the higher number." Right. You know, I mean, it's, ah.
3: agreed. The
0: uh, the other thing that we hear a lot from people who are on the city council now is when they're you know, faced with that from a citizen or from, from one of you, one of their most popular things to say is, well, what would you cut, Stephanie? What services do you want to yeah. cut? If yeah. I hear that one more time, I'm going to snap like a twig. Mm-hmm. Because we all know that one has absolutely nothing to do with the other. And yet, they, that continues to be the talking point.
3: Right. Well that's just their that's the way they try to to get themselves out of the situation to try to excuse themselves Scare people. And scare people. And the reality is if you manage the money wisely, mm-hmm. if you prioritize wisely, we have the money. Right. I mean we're already on track for I think what was the latest number? There were Sixty million dollars looking mm-hmm. right now for mm-hmm. surplus of this year. Mm-hmm. I think it was more the, than that
0: actually. Sixty six million, something yeah. like
3: that. The excuse they've given me the last few times I've had any for, uh, forums or town halls or whatever, they've said, oh, that was last year's $50 million was a one-time. Mm-hmm. It was from the yep. stimulus Heard and we that. weren't expecting no, it. it. Well, what is advantage. our excuse going to be this year? Mm-hmm. Right. What's the excuse this year? Because you can't. We want to blame the pandemic. You can't do it forever, right? right. Well, so, pandemic's
2: over. Joe Biden said it was. It's
0: over. Told yeah, sixty uh-huh. minutes last week. So explain
3: week. to the, explain yeah. to the city why mm-hmm. this year we're looking at that.
0: Well, so and and also some of the some of the things that they have spent money on, uh, which is questionable. I mean, I I've heard the the talk of you know eight thousand dollars. Trash cans or
2: three
3: hundred and seventy thousand dollar. Oh, excuse me. Okay. Trash cans. Okay. Well, the eight thousand a piece or something oh, yes, like that. <laughs> so, I mean,
2: and more traffic circles. And which, and if I see one of those, I'm going to snap like the twig. at Janet is <laughs> snapping. Well, you don't like traffic circles, mm, but some like people
0: them. do. No, I don't um, like them. But but uh, seriously, we've got to model living within our means, mm-hmm. spending you know s- smart. Okay. And, and people don't care about an $8,000 trash can, Great. but they do care about having a fully staffed police department, not only fully staffed, but one that's not falling prey to this whole woke nonsense mm-hmm. and is just going to do
3: the right thing and answer the calls and keep our city safe safe right and that's what frustrates me about the the response that i get about the public safety issue oh we just gave them uh you know a, a huge raise we've never seen anything like it before it's amazing well here's the deal they announced the raise coincidentally the year of an election
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: but even since the raise was announced we've lost eight additional officers since wow. june so that isn't that. retaining them
0: yeah. yeah right sure
3: it's morale it's mm-hmm. support It's the fact that they are being stressed and stretched beyond their limits, Mm -hmm. and not being appreciated, and I mean we're seeing it nationally, or even allowed
0: allowed to do their job
3: right because right now they're you know with state laws they have to respond to all the mental health calls mm-hmm. which is taking them off of their uh, you know off of patrol sure. because they can spend up to 72 hours in our hospital right now following a mental health yeah because wow. they can't they can't yeah, leave the them. In, yeah um, right so if you have you know a shift of 12 officers mm-hmm. and four of them get mental health calls they're gone yeah They're gone until that person is either released from the hospital or transported to another facility. So now we have eight. There's been some nights where we only had three officers on patrol for the city. We used to have specialized units that now have been disbanded to help cover the number of people we need on the Mm -hmm. streets at night. So people that, you know, good officers that sign up to really do specific things, that's their dream, that's their passion. Mm -hmm. They're not getting to do it. Right. So they're leaving.
2: Let's talk about the schools. Okay. Uh, What, what? What is your take on where we stand? I, I know when we, when we started the school year, we, we were behind as far as drivers. We talked about drivers a lot and, and obviously staff and teachers. What, what can you do in, in that system? Uh, I know we're trying to get um, elected school boards. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit, too.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, elected school board is is huge because we're seeing it nationwide again. uh, Parents are frustrated. They feel like their voices aren't being heard. Mm -hmm. And you have these, uh, you know, in our case, we're one of only 11 school boards in the state that's actually appointed. Mm -hmm. Everybody else is elected. And I feel like there is value to an elected school board because just like I'm having accountability, just like I'm having to prove myself and earn my Mm -hmm. votes and earn respect from the community and, and explain my qualifications. I think people who really want to serve the school boards with good intentions would be willing. To uh, run for that office, one for that seat, and then it gives us some ownership over them as well. Right now, when they're being appointed, they are being appointed by the you know the leanings of the majority on council, mm-hmm. and as we've seen, that is not working effectively, not helping um, uh, the, the students or the or the parents or the teachers for that matter.
0: Do you have any uh, upcoming
3: forums or or anything are we kind of done there? Right now um I there, there are no more that I'll be attending uh mm-hmm. just because our schedules are so so busy. Right. Um so now we're now we're even you know, the last what 41 days and so right. we're just and voting
2: has already started. Voting yes. has
3: started. Yep. So we have early voting until November 5th and then we have election day on the 8th and mm-hmm. so we're just my campaign and I think the other uh, my two uh, co-candidates are just working hard to get our message across the city as fast as possible.
2: So if you voted early maybe you could volunteer for stephanie larry or marty Correct. What would that look like? What would I do if I decided to do that? So
3: there's a ton of ways we can use volunteers right now. I mean, obviously, people that want to go out and continue to help us knock, mm-hmm. people that want to make phone calls, people that want to work at the um, the Victory Center, you know, throughout the days, um, hand, you know, being there to hand out yard signs, mm-hmm. really just, and just spreading the word. Yeah. Um, we also will need people at the registrar's office who will volunteer as poll watchers for right. early voting and absentee.
2: Yes, we need, we need poll watchers for early voting. You don't think about that. Correct. Because early voting is such... I mean, it's a new thing. We've mm-hmm. we've done it by ballot for years, but over the last couple of years, that's push, push, push to get the earlier voters out there. And and you know, Democrats, I, I have to give them their due. They've they've marketed this well,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and and I think Republicans better come on board and and realize you've got to look at that slice of the pie. That's right. You because it becomes be a big part of the pie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, Stephanie Reed with us. Uh, Janet, you got anything else you wanted to add?
0: If they want to volunteer, if they want to find out more about you and your campaign, how's the best way for them to do that?
3: They can either go to my website, stephanieforlunchburg.com, or they can find me on Facebook, um, and they can always message me that way as well
2: stephanie for lynchburg.com stephanie reed with us it is 7 49 thank you so much be careful on the campaign trail thank you we're really hoping and praying that that you larry and marty uh get elected and and help make a difference in what what has been a a tough couple of years uh, maybe decades in this case i think back to mayor whitaker that's when i really thought we were on track better sorry
0: i'm getting texts that are
2: Really funny. Oh, okay. We'll cover those later. Okay, sounds right. good. <laughs> Be careful. We'll talk to you Thanks later. Thanks so much. All right, it's the morning jam. Almost seven fifty. We'll have a life hack or two coming at you as well. And whatever text Janet's been getting from uh, one of our listeners, apparently, apparently funny. We'll have to deal it's with that a little funny. bit later.
1: The morning jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. <laughs> Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb.
2: Your Song going out to Marco Galbraith. Lord, some
0: I can't to. <laughs> he said, I'm volunteering to be a poll watcher, but I'm going to need more dollar bills. Love <laughs> like that kind of poll, be Marco. Jeez. I'm going to get him some body glitter. <laughs> Maybe he could earn some dollars, you think? <laughs> well. It could happen.
2: He's got nice guns, I gotta say. He's got say. muscles. He's got muscles. He's kept them over the years. hmm Yeah. Well done, you. <laughs> well done.
0: So, uh, um, apparently, uh, of course, Shania Twain's been back. Oh, no. In the, uh, the news some. What's
1: going
0: on? Uh, she's got her new, her, her little thing that's on Netflix now. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, uh, she revealed Recently, on a podcast called Table Manners, that a dinner with Oprah Winfrey took an awkward turn Mm -hmm. over the topic
2: of religion. Uh Uh-oh. Well, you know why? Because Oprah is her own religion.
0: Well, you know, that's where I thought the story was going to go, but not so much. Really? The uh, 57-year-old Canadian-born country singer recalled that one of her most memorable dinners was with the 68-year-old talk show icon. Okay. She said, she's just such a smart lady. Uh, it was great to sit down and have real talks after noting that the two dined at a restaurant. But as soon as we started talking about religion, it all went sour, she said. Hmm. So I said, let's stop talking about religion. Twain went on to say that Winfrey is quite religious. Mm-hmm. She seems confused about her religion, though, I will say. She's contradicted herself oh, many yes. times. Yes, I have the... Uh, um. They asked Twain about her own religious beliefs, mm-hmm. and she said, I'm not religious in the sense that I'm dedicated to a religion. Mm-hmm. I'm a spiritual person. What does that mean?
2: Yeah, I know. I know. That doesn't it mean, mean anything, it can mean, Shania. Yeah, it can mean anything, actually.
0: I'm a seeker, she said.
2: Okay. Who said that? Shania. Oh,
0: okay. All right. well, well, you need to seek the right one, my mm-hmm. girl. Yeah, he said, um, I am the only one. But where anyway. said, uh, but at least you knew uh, to stop it right there. Uh, right, Twain agreed. You know how everyone says, never talk about politics or religion. Uh, it just wasn't debatable. There was no room for debate. And I like to debate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, okay, let's change the subject. Uh, Winfrey, raised in a Baptist church, has stated that she's Christian. However... Uh, in an interview with aARP she says she prays every night doesn't consider herself a traditionalist since she doesn't attend church every Sunday I will tell you when Oprah lost me was when she had said on her show that she believed there were many pathways to heaven mm-hmm. and and if you're a Christian as you claim yeah. to be the the scriptures are very clear yeah, john fourteen six. one way mm-hmm. i'm the way the truth and the life no right. one comes for the father except by me mm-hmm. i mean it's pretty clear Yep. both to her and shania i don't care if y'all are superstars um i just thought that was really interesting hmm. that 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 was um i don't know yeah i i i thought it was going to go differently when i start you know when you start reading a story you think you know how oh, it's yeah, going to go yeah. well that's why i already
2: made my prediction i didn't go there
0: uh twain appeared on winfrey's show a lot uh singer sat down with her with the host for her first interview in more than five years uh that of course she was talking about her, her breakup with uh, mutt lang um uh, mm-hmm. also revealed she's been diagnosed with lyme disease oh wow and uh, dysphonia, a disorder that affected her vocal cords and weakened
2: her singing voice. Gee. That's a shame. Wow. Well, you know, I identify as a, as a follower of Jesus. But sometimes I...
0: Man, I feel like a woman. Which is interesting because, you know, the Dems are trying to cash in on women this year.
2: Yeah, can we talk about that uh, next sure. hour? We also have Trey Lau from our own CBS Sports and the Fast Lane. We're going to talk to him about the game coming tonight i guess they've rescheduled because of the rain and everything mm-hmm. so we're going to talk to him in the eight o'clock hour and uh we'll talk about this story that, that you just brought up well i
0: mean they're really cashing in they've got themed campaign merchandise mm-hmm. they can't define the term woman right but, right but they've got the merchandise but, <laughs> they're gonna merch it, baby um oh, you can't define it but you are gonna market it so that's yeah, yeah. that's great
1: mm-hmm.
0: so we'll talk about that okay um that there are at least a half a dozen who are all using the word woman mm-hmm. on some items in their campaign merchandising collection, but re- receive zero response when asked to define the term woman. <laughs> it's just, these are things you can't make I'll up. tell you
2: what, just go find Bill Clinton, ask him what a woman is. <laughs> I think you'll get a clear one from him.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> It was just—it's just so great.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything that's up is down, and, and vice versa. Something like all that that stuff. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, we'll have a life hack or two in the next hour and uh, five and Dine, I think you're really gonna live, live. You're gonna live it, love it, leave it, whatever. It involves coffee, burgers, and Dr Pepper.
0: It's it's National Coffee Day. Mm-hmm. If you're a, a Dunkin' loyalty member you mm. can go by and get a free oh, that's right
2: yeah well i'm not a loyalty free cup with a purchase i'm not a loyalty so. member dang you're not my brother is though all I right doubt. he's by probably way, not going out for coffee since they're he's they're in florida Oh go- uh, yeah they're not
0: although someone did send me a sign that says if the letters are still on this marquee we're open <laughs> so there you go
2: <laughs> they haven't floated away it's
0: one or, or
1: blown off or
2: blown off right yeah, yeah. Nasty, nasty storm, Ian, is still lingering and making its way out to the, uh, the Atlantic. CBS
1: will have that coming up here in about two seconds. And then Bill Trofira from our Rona Desk.